Welcome back to Private Practice Blueprint. I'm Lauren Spalding, and if you're new here, this is a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs where we talk business skills, clinical skills, and mental health. And welcome to today's episode where we're going to be talking a little bit about the financial management aspect of your private practice. Now, numbers for us can sometimes feel scary. We did not go to school for accounting, bookkeeping, or financial management, and not a lot of us got any information around how we should be managing our budget as a private practice owner. Now, setting up your budget and learning how to manage it in a way that feels doable is one of the lessons in the collective practice membership, because I feel like this is such an important aspect of running a private practice and does separate the businesses that succeed versus the ones that fail. But I wanted to speak a little bit to this topic today and share with you things to consider as you are setting up your business's budget. Now, one of the first things we're considering when we are in private practice is pay. How do we determine how much would we should be paying ourselves for our services? Now, when you are first starting out, it is recommended that you pay yourself about 50% of the incoming revenue. This is going to allow to have money left over for all of the overhead it takes to run your private practice, as well as considering things like taxes, fees, and a profit. Now, profit is not something that a lot of new business owners consider. A lot of people feel like they should not be considering profit in their first year of business, but I do go by the philosophy of profit first and believe that you should be considering your profit right away. This allows for you to start creating healthy financial habits around your business and consider business growth right from the beginning. Now, you don't have to put a lot aside initially for your profit. I recommend starting out with just 1% that you're putting aside every time revenue comes in and working yourself up to putting aside 5% of what revenue is coming in. Taxes, you want to be putting aside anywhere from 15 to 25%, depending on how conservative you want to be with your savings. I personally put aside 25% for taxes because I would rather save more than I need than less. I want to have that money there in case it is needed. And whatever is left over at the end of the year, I put into my profit because it doesn't have to go to that tax year and it can go into my bank account. And then interest and fees, that's going to vary based on your billing software and your business bank accounts. If you have a business credit card, you want to consider any fees there. Um, most Your business checking account shouldn't have any monthly fees, but if it does, you're going to consider that for your budget. And whatever credit card processing platform you use for your business, you want to consider what percentage is taken out every time you process your client's debit or credit card payments. And then when we're looking at our overhead, I do um, recommend that you consider a few extra categories that we're not always necessarily thinking about as a new business owner. I do recommend having a category where you're putting aside money monthly for paid time off. Now, I know that as a new business owner, you may not be thinking about taking a vacation or taking any time off around the holidays because all you're thinking about is getting revenue into your business and growing your business in that first year. 
even if you're being conservative with time off, time off is still going to happen. There are going to be days where you're sick. There are going to be times in the year where a lot of clients are having to cancel because it's summer and everyone's going on vacation or it's the holidays and everyone's taking time off and you're having to supplement your pay. And so it can be very helpful to actually have money being put aside in small increments monthly to prepare for those times of the year where you are going to need to dip into that in order to continue to pay yourself fairly for your work. We don't automatically get paid time off. It's something that we have to do for ourselves. And so I recommend practicing that right away as a business owner. I also recommend putting aside a little bit of money a month to pay for your license renewal and your continuing ed. Now, this is something we know we're gonna have to pay for no matter what in order to remain a licensed therapist or counselor in our state. And rather than having it be one large expense all at once, it can be really helpful as a new business owner to have a little bit put aside monthly towards that goal. Additionally, having a little bit of money put aside monthly towards equipment and supplies can be helpful as well, so that if something were to break or needs to be replaced, or you need to add some equipment or supplies to your private practice, you've been saving along the way and it's not going to be this big financial hit all at once. The last tip I have is to use a budgeting app. This is going to help you a lot more with staying on track with budgeting and managing your finances. And it's going to help this process feel a lot easier. I personally love You Need a Budget. I think it, the automation is wonderful and it allows for me to spend five minutes or less on my budget every day. And it's just been a useful tool in learning how to build up things like my savings, pay down credit cards, so on and so forth. As far as business accounts go, I have a business checking account, a business high yield savings account, and a business credit card. These three options allow for me to um, be smart with my finances, not accrue too much debt, and to uh, also get some interest from the savings account where I'm having my money work for me a little bit. So I tend to put my tax money and my revenue into that savings account so that that money can build and grow. And when it comes time to pay taxes or pay out my revenue, I've got even a, a little bit more in there than I would if the money were just sitting in checking. So those are my quick tips for starting your business budget for your private practice. If you want to learn more about how to set this up and manage it well, be sure to check out the Collective Practice Membership. That is one of the lessons in launching your private practice and ensuring that you are getting off on a good foundation for creating a sustainable business that is growing long term. Money is a huge factor in businesses' success, and it's a big contributor to being a proactive versus reactive entrepreneur. When you have bigger goals and visions for yourself and your business, it is important that you are making smart financial decisions that allow for that to happen in the future. So by taking some time to learn financial management tools and to set up those tools and get things in place, you are really helping yourself in the long run and helping your business in the long run as well. 
And don't forget, you can download the Private Practice Blueprint, a free downloadable guide to opening your private practice on a budget. Check out the link in the description and you can also find the link on the homepage of my YouTube channel. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It's free and it's the easiest way to support this podcast and help it reach even more people. And share today's episode with a friend, a colleague, or anyone who could benefit from today's information. Be sure to follow me on my other social medias where I post even more free content for mental health entrepreneurs. And I'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye.